Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials for the buy one Get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. got so much coming up today on the war room let me tell you all about it right now i do have a bunch of news on my desk that i'm going to be covering but we have christy lee coming up in studio in the next segment and she's going to be breaking some news multiple fronts of news actually where she discovered like we've seen in other schools here in texas sadly that children are being taught pornography, or I don't even know how you would really say this, but but books in the library depicting sex acts in 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 writing and in images, and then it's at the library. And then when they get caught doing it, they're told, oh, we'll we'll take it down. And then they start a whole new section of the library promoting it. Yeah. And then there were charges filed for soliciting pornography to children against the school. So we're going to have the updates from Christy Lee on both of those fronts coming up in the first hour. Kara Castronova is going to be joining us in the second hour to talk about some news and talk about an event coming up this weekend for Ashley Babbitt. And, uh, you know, it's really sad what's happening behind the scenes, and she may or may not want to say everything, but... uh, Basically, people are afraid to even talk about Ashley Babbitt for obvious reasons. People are afraid to get involved in peaceful rallies for obvious reasons. And and now it's basically tearing, in, in a way, the Babbitt family apart because they're just trying to have events and, and just live out Ashley Babbitt's name. And conservative groups are basically feuding over it and making it a big thing. And it's just sad. But she has an event coming up for her birthday or the family's having an event for her birthday this weekend, and uh, they're kind of some conservatives and sab- uh, Republicans are kind of sabotaging it, sadly, but we'll talk about that. Uh, Bryson Gray is going to be joining us as well in the second hour, and then it's Headbangers Hour. I guess it's only fitting for Bryson Gray to be coming on and then for us to have a Headbangers Hour with Frank Cavanaugh and Michael Graves in the third hour, and I've got a bunch of news here, but let's just start it with this because – I'm probably not even going to have much time to cover this today with all the guests. So, so let me just tell you this now. 
and 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 we should go back and probably i mean hell if we had 10 million dollars we'd, we'd hire a whole crew to do this to go back and compile how infowars 2 years ago and a year ago we're talking about how covid is just a dry run just the prelims just the opening sequence the opening ceremonies to the real global tyranny which is the climate change lie man-made climate change and so today the un has declared access to a clean environment a human right and of course this is not legally binding but they say it's going to shape global standards and uh, lawyers are saying this is going to give them the power to bring it to the courts when it's considered now an environmental human right oh but see they're not talking about Democrat-run inner cities where homicides are up to record highs. They're not talking about Democrat-run inner cities where drug abuse is, is rampant in public on the streets and feces on the streets. They're not talking about the rampant homelessness issues and, and the d- decay with the tent cities and everything. No, 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 no. They're not talking about that. They're talking about you wanting to drive a car that has a carbon emission. That's what they're talking about. So not actual environmental stuff or not actual aesthetic stuff or or real world living situation stuff like you're seeing here. This is probably Philadelphia, I'm guessing. And no, it's going to be all about, oh, climate change. I have the right to live on a planet where you're not emitting carbon. I have the right to live on a planet where you don't get to drive a car or fly on a plane. Oh, and all the liberal brainwashed minions will go along with it just like they do everything else. So so this is the next step. If they complete the process of the COVID tyranny with the mandated vaccines, the next level of the global enslavement is coming, and it's climate tyranny. October 8th, 2021, this is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Christy Lee in studio with me to start the broadcast. Kara Krasternova coming up, Bryson Gray coming up, Frank Cavanaugh coming up, Michael Graves coming up, plus a lot of news. It's going to be a loaded three hours. And of course, it's all brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com, streaming live at Band.Video and all of our other platforms that they're trying to ban right now. But I wanted to get Christy Lee on to start the show today because this is really, this is something that shouldn't even be political, but of course it is. Everything has to be political now. It seems that the left just goes with any sort of perversion to civilization now. That seems to be the leftist political ideology. What's the most perverted, disgusting, sordid, manipulative deception that we can go along with? And then they're fully on board, whether it's masks or forced vaccinations, forced medication, uh, shutting down businesses, censoring free speech, whatever it is. They're in on it. They're cool with it. And and now, I mean, you could argue that this is maybe the worst thing that they've done on the same level of the drag queen story time where they'll take 
men that have cases against them from priors where they have been charged with rape or soliciting sex or, or all kinds of or sex with minors, uh, all kinds of stuff. And then they show up at Drag Queen Storytime and rub their Johnsons on your kid and put a little glitter from their Johnson on their forehead. And hey, it's liberal. It's cool. It's art. But this is the next level of that, and it just never stops until they're stopped. And so Christy Lee's here going to talk about it for the hour. Christy, I, I'm not really really sure how to present this. So you're 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 on the the ground level fighting this, standing up to this. You've seen this. How, how do you even present this story that you're covering right now? Heartbreaking. I mean, I was almost in tears yesterday. Just how deep this goes. I mean, I came here thinking I was fighting a a mask and forced mask vaccination battle and a a tyrannical school board and then come to find out this is goes so deep and so perverse and there's no advocacy and there's no hero and it's heartbreaking. And there's no recourse. There's, there's no recourse. And basically you caught me during the time that I'm digging into the story because I think it's one way and like, oh, I'll, I'll tie that up in a bow, but then it just keeps on getting deeper and more sick and more frustrating. So we're in the process of putting this whole story together that we've been investigating, but it's just like, every time I think I'm done, I find something more out. It's like day by day. It's just so sick and there's no law enforcement that are helping. So it's so frustrating uh, so basically how I started doing this is I just started seeing like many of all of us did some parents talking about some books. I'm like, well, I'll look into that. Like, let's see if they're in my schools. And so I looked on the public access library catalog and I saw some of the titles like lawn boy and gender queer and out of darkness books that you may have heard of. And I did this on September 28th, September 30th, I enlisted because, remind you, you can't go into the schools right now as a parent because of COVID. And these were the books that parents were bringing up at school board meetings that are depicting pornographic imagery and actions being taught to kids. Absolutely. Lawn Boy is the one that talks about oral sex between two young boys. (laughs) I'm going to try and say these things the nicest way I can, but it's funny because I'm trying to search for nicer Uh, radio-friendly type ways to describe it, but yet they're just readily available for our children. And then Gender Queer has full-on pictures of sex toys and masturbation and sex acts. Again, I apologize. Get the kids out of the room. I'm going to be saying some things that well, no, I mean it's fine. Problem you hearing? But I, I, I mean, believe me, I understand the conundrum. But that's the irony of this: is I play the drag queen story time videos. We get syndicated on some TV networks. And then we get emails saying, hey, you can't show that on TV. That That's that's inappropriate. Well, wait a second. They're doing it's kids. It's literally being presented to kids. So like that's the also the weird conundrum of this is it's admitted it's inappropriate. You can't show it on TV, but you can put it in the kids classroom somehow and give it to them, which should be under Texas penal code of 43.24 against the law and should be that you have to FaceTime and register as a sex offender, all of the things. So that's what I had to come armed with is to the law enforcement is the actual laws because I feel like they're not interested in upholding the laws that are on the book. And that's where this gets so frustrating. So I can't get into the school. So I was able to enlist one of my children. So I said, don't look in the book, but just see if you can check this out. You're part of my sting operation. And so um, she was able to get the book out. No problem. The gender queer. And um, on September 30th, well, days passed, many parents were complaining. And so by October 4th, I could no longer search these titles. 
And October 6th, a parent had a meeting with the principal and school librarian to voice his frustration about Lawn Boy. And we have some of that recording whenever you want to play some of that. It's pretty kind of shocking how they dance around And that's the phone call? That's the, the phone right. call. Yeah, we'll, we'll, it's a Google we'll, Meets. We'll play that in the next segment. Okay. So that happened on October um, 6th. Mind you, I couldn't find any of these books. I was like, okay, so we're making progress. They did remove, and they even said in the phone call. And this is the online database. Yeah. The, the library that, database. That parents can search for books and kids, obviously, too. So that happened on um, October 4th, or maybe even prior, they had removed the books, confirmed by the, the Google Meets conversation that the father had. But then on um, October 6th, I said, let me just see, you know, like, see if you can get this book out to my child again. Just see if you can get the book out. And she uh, went to the librarian and was like, hey, last time I was interested in getting this book out, but um, I didn't have time or something like that. And the librarian was like, oh. oh a real journalistic sleuth. <laughs> she, I'm training her up, training up wow. a child. And so the librarian just punched it in, brought her to a display that we'll show you also a picture of a display. Um, that, oh my gosh. And gave her this book that I couldn't search on the public access. So it's like, wait a minute. So I, as a parent can't see that they have this book, but do they have a different system that they were able to punch this book in clearly and, and just check out this photo. This is again, from my, my investigative journalist and training daughter, she took this picture and uh, to show me how it is like, this is the epitome of forbidden fruit. They have a whole display of books that children can get out and with it's advertised as objectionable, offensive, unsuitable, provocative, you know, and they celebrate that these are books that you sh- probably shouldn't be looking at, but here you go. You know, I mean, it's like, it's, it's so uncomfortable. And then they also make a mockery of it because then there, of course there's some book books on there. Like I think diary of Anne Frank that like is actual history and might be uncomfortable to read in some parts. Well, well, the irony though, the irony doesn't stop there. And just to step away from, from that as a, as a focus real quick, imagine like we're the band people, like we're the most banned news people on the face of the earth. And they justify that like, Oh, Oh yeah. We ban. Oh, we're, we're liberals. Yeah. We were liberals. We ban people in media that we don't like. And that's a good thing. And they should be castigated and never seen or heard from. But then when they're promoting sexual activity in a, in a pedophilic manner, in my opinion, and many others, when they're presenting that to children and parents say, Hey, we don't want this in the libraries. Then they celebrate the censorship. Then it's like, Oh, censorship of the, see, this is the stuff you want to see because it's censored, not the actual people being censored that they don't want to see, but real inappropriate content for kids that's not censored, but illegal, literally illegal for kids. And they celebrate that. Yeah, and to the extent that the banner says, celebrate the freedom Look at that, look at the, put the picture up again. It's literally like, a, a, of course a kid is going to see that. It's like at a book fair, it's like the top books they want to sell. Yeah, it, it's, it, I mean, and they do it in that way. There's literal caution tape, and some of the books are covered, and I was like- And is that like a fire thing they have on there too? Yeah, I guess, yeah, because they're going I, to hell. They're all going to hell, so yeah. it's appropriate. But, yeah. I mean, to have the word provocative in there, like- I mean, my daughter, you know, just turned 14. So, I mean, like, I still think of her as, like, 13, you know? I mean, she's she's a freshman, and so, 
should she be seeking out provocative books at that age? And the thing is with genderqueer, the, the argument I've been making is they make that book look so fun, like it's a comic book style. And so when you have even, let's say you have a 17-year-old that gets out genderqueer at the high school library and maybe that's okay. But if they bring it home and the five or six-year-old or seven-year-old little brother or sister sees it, they're going to pick it up because it looks like a fun comic book. Yeah, see, here's the thing. It's one thing to have a library with access to everything, but this is a they're doing it intentionally. They want the kids to see this stuff. We'll be right back. In late August, InfoWars saw an explosion of orders because our audience understands that the globalists are destabilizing the planet by design and are attempting to cause an economic and financial collapse worldwide. Now, ladies and gentlemen, storable food has always been something that's important to have. It's a checkbox that everybody needs to have taken care of, right along with water filtration, self-defense, and a relationship with God. But now more than ever, you need to get your storable food orders in now. We're ready to ship to you within 24 hours of your order. It's high quality. It's very, very low cost at InfoWarsStore.com because in the future... You're going to see more food supply shortages, and you're going to see food supply price increases that are already taking place. So lock in your storable food now at a lower price and fund the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. That's how you fight the Great Reset is by being self-sufficient and not under their control. So get prepared now at InfoWarStore.com. The COVID-19 face diaper is a symbol of subservience. A symbol of slavery, a symbol of the chains that the medical tyranny combine controlled by the global private corporations has put in place. It is the symbol of the permanent emergency from which we will never emerge. It is the symbol that we are diseased and evil and bad and must cover our diseased criminal faces from the light of the sun. It is the symbol of our complete and total absolute surrender to evil. Ladies and gentlemen, we are crossing the Rubicon now. The entire future destiny of humanity is upon us. Klaus Schwab and the UN admit they're coming out with implantable microchips as part of the world ID and carbon taxes. Things only get worse from here if we submit. They only get better if we resist and say no. Non-compliance, non-compliance, non-compliance. Infowars.com forward slash show. Never a dull day in the Infowar. Never a dull day being an American patriot, standing up for freedom and liberty and justice and just common sense, man. I mean, geez, what Christie is dealing with in her school, I just, nobody should have to deal with it. What I'm dealing with, nobody should have to deal with it. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about concerned parents in Texas, and I'm learning more about this in the breaks, not just the materials that are being given to kids and promoted for kids, but how, I mean, Christie's not the only one pushing back against this. And then there's another angle after this segment about how the law enforcement is handling this that's maybe even the most depressing part of this. <sighs> but so let's get back to where we left off. And so to give the audience some context here, there's a bunch of books that are essentially softcore porn for kids. Some of them you could even say, I guess, hardcore porn. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey for kids that they put in the library. They do it stealth 
so that nobody knows about it. And then the teachers promote it to the kids. I mean, look, it'd be one thing if these schools had massive libraries and you had books in them like Fifty Shades of Grey or whatever. And maybe a kid go got it, got, got his hands on it. No, they're promoting this to the kids. They're making it mandatory reading. And then when the parents find out and they say, hey, I don't want my I don't want my 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 young son reading about giving blowjobs or I don't want I don't want my daughter reading about, a, you know, a man raping his son or whatever and being promoted for kids. So then they have to take them off the shelves. But then they use an end around and they build a whole new section saying banned books, celebrating it with sparkly uh, you know, trimmings and balloons and everything awesome like, oh, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, don't look over here. But these are the books we actually want you to read. And then they take it off the public uh, library cloud, but then they still have it on their own private cloud and they still let the kids rent it out. So so that's where we left off. And, and the then, thing is, yeah. this is so crazy because I wouldn't have known that if I didn't have a child that was that understood, I mean, I've had to have these discussions with her about like why this is important and why we're trying to protect the other students and trying to to hold those in power accountable for uh, their sinister actions. And so it's it's icky that I even have to involve my child in trying to expose this because I, as the parent, can't even get into the school. So and, yeah, you're and banned from trust, going into the school and I can't trust the public access to the school library catalog. And I mean, I was hoping I'd be wrong. I, when I, think, I, oh, I mean, see, that is so heavy. I don't even realize that. But think about that. They literally ban the parents from going into the schools. You don't even know what's going on. They ban you from the school board meetings. You can't go inside the school. This is like taking your kids hostage. But Owen, it's, it's COVID. That's why we can't go in because of COVID. This just right. extends forever yes. and ever and ever. Yes, Yes, take total enslavement in the name of COVID. Unbelievable. And I'm going to address like the question that seems like the obvious one. Take your kids out of schools. Take your kids out. I mean, that's what I hear every time. And I feel like people get angry about that. They're like, how can you know this stuff is going on and you don't take your kids out of school? Well, because who? then there's kids left behind. So I'm trying to do what I can within the system to try and make a difference because sure, I can take my kids out. But what about all those other kids that don't have advocates? The parents don't parents that don't care what do we do about them are we just going to let them take over and then like live in our own society see that's the same mindset i have with abortion where it's like you know i could step back and say hey you know what liberals kill your kids you know what don't procreate don't indoctrinate your kids but see but that's wrong for the kids that unborn baby didn't do anything wrong right i mean and it may have to come to that and i'm open-minded but like just not feeling it right now but um do we have time to play some of that phone call how, how long is the phone call uh, guys? i mean we can play just some of it but i think yeah yeah. introduce the phone call and, okay and pitch so to it. so another concerned father had complained about lawn boy and he um they and that's the one where they're talking about two boys um in graphic detail yes so it's just 50 shades <laughs> of gray for kids and um he complained about it they said they'd have to review it and then they'd have a meeting with him so they had a google meets after their review and just to hear them dance around it it's kind of sickening so we'll just play some of it and you'll end up getting to hear all of it later when we release the whole story but here's just some of it hello hello this is deputy Facetta with travis county oh Sheriff this is Office. the wrong one for, uh, <laughs> this is your phone call this is my phone call i'm talking about the uh Google Meets with the father it has a graphic. You guys have that one? It should be in the folder. If not, my name is Debbie Chavez. There we go. And I'm one of the librarians here at Cedar Ridge Library. Okay. And I do want to correct one thing. There was no pedophilia in the book. Um, pedophilia is when there's an act between an adult and a child. And this book did not describe any acts of pedophilia. 
at all. Okay, so so is is then descriptions of I guess an adult, you know, describing sex acts between two ten-year-olds in the past. Is that considered, I guess, appropriate? And, and again, the reason I ask is because I'm trying to understand going forward if you know there was an, another book that had similar descriptions of two children committing sex acts on each other. Is that appropriate for books in the Round Rock ISD school system? I, I don't think that we are going to get into those specific details because I... Number one, we don't look for books that have sex acts. I mean, we don't go out looking for those books to put in our collections. Um, number two, some of those terms that you're describing are legal terms. Um, for example, the courts will often decide what is obscene. Um, our students have a right to read the books that are in the, the library collection. They have a First Amendment right to access. Hold on. See, I got to pause it here. I got to pause right here. So, so, look, this librarian, she's probably a dimwit and uh, obviously a leftist. But see, this is the irony that I was talking about in the last segment. Oh, the kids have a right to read this book. Oh, the kids have a right. It's a First Amendment thing. You know what? I'm actually open to that argument. Like I said, you have a big library. There's some books in it. I'm open to that argument. They're intentionally giving the kids these books, but that's not even my point. Oh, but you're not allowed to talk about vaccines except in a positive light. You're not allowed to watch InfoWars. You're not allowed to be Donald Trump on social media. Oh, that's not a First Amendment right. But when we want to sexualize your kids, that is a First Amendment right. This is the twisted, contorted, corrupted ideology that you're dealing with. And just the fact that he's saying pedophilia because the story is a, an adult male that's like reminiscing of when he was a 10-year-old and committing um, sex acts with another 10-year-old. And so it's like, at what point can we describe it as that? Because if it's an adult reminiscing about when he was a 10-year-old. And then it's an adult writing the book. And, 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 and describing in detail two 10-year-olds having sex. I mean, how... Are we going to get hung up on technicalities? <laughs> so, but hey, oh, oh, that's the First Amendment. That's the First Amendment. Pedophilia, that's the First Amendment. Not talking about masks in schools, that's not the First Amendment. You're banned. You're not allowed to do that. Don't even think about going to the school board ever, Christy. You never, I, hey, no, put the camera on us right now. This is a serious scolding moment. <laughs> Christy Lee, you are, ne- you are never allowed to go in your child's school, ever. And you're, ne- and you're definitely not allowed to go to school board meetings. And if you tell your kid anything bad about vaccines or masks, we're going to court-martial you. That's not a First Amendment thing. That's just where we're going to run your life. <laughs> and while you're getting court-martialed because you want to talk about masks and vaccines, we're going to tell your kids how to have gay sex with one another. And it's not pedophilia. That is a First Amendment thing. This is the clown world we live in. It's such a clown world. All right. All right. When we come back, we're going to finish this phone call. I'm just stunned at this. And we've barely even scratched okay, the surface. This phone call gets worse. <laughs> we've barely even scratched the surface. All right. I want to hear the rest of this. And then you're not going to believe what happened when this issue was brought to law enforcement. Just a whole nother level of insanity there. Uh, so it's all coming back. Folks, it's all possible with your support at InfoWarsStore.com. Go to InfoWarsStore.com during this break so we can stay on air and give you this information. I've been fighting as hard as I can for almost 28 years against the globalists. I wanted to stop their agenda. I wanted to wake up the world and stop them dead in their tracks before they went operational. But we failed. Yes, a lot of people are awake. Yes, we're not getting caught flat-footed. 
but they are going ahead with their full operational deindustrialization great reset. And that's why it's more important than ever that all viewers and all listeners tell everybody they know about the show because people are ready to wake up and ready to hear the truth. So we've got an information warfare the enemy and try to stop their agenda. But we've also got to get personally prepared. And one of the number one things to do is high-quality, storable food. We've got the best food ready to ship at very affordable prices at InfoWarsStore.com. So whether it's a month or a six-month or a year supply or specialty diets, it's ready to ship right now. Lock your orders in before food prices go up and before there are long lines and waits. Because believe me, serious times are coming. Get ready at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Decoding enemy transmissions so you get the truth. (laughs) It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer at band.video. All right, seriously, people, how do you do double duty? How do you go on air for six hours a day? Well, I drink about six cups of Infowars coffee, and then you don't want to know what I'm going to do when I get off work. I don't even want to know, actually. Seriously, get the coffee, InfoWarsStore.com. It's the best coffee out there. It's how we stay on air. And so we just left off with the phone call here, so I want to pick it back up. Uh, I'm just so... I don't even know. It's like, I can't even believe that we're talking about this. I can't even believe we're dealing with this. But I'm not even the parent in this situation. You are. You've been on the phone. You've dealt with law enforcement. So um, just, just once again, pitch to the phone call that we're about to go back to here. So a father that was concerned about Lawn Boy had asked the school to have a meeting. They said, we'll need to review it first. And then he had this meeting. We learned, we listened to the first part, but just wait till you hear how they try to defend ever having the book there in the first place. Let's listen. Right to access the books in our collection. The only time that they don't have that First Amendment right to read is if something is considered obscene. And that is where the courts would take over because it's always a community um, standard. Um, What's obscene in one community might not be in another community. And so I don't think that we can get into a definition of what vulgar would be. And then number three- Ms. Chavez, and I don't mean to cut you off, interrupt you. I don't think in any community in the United States, descriptions of sex acts between two 10-year-olds, oral sex of two 10-year-olds is acceptable in any community. And, and so I, I think you do need to take, to me, uh, you know, a stance. And I'm not saying this li- the libraries in our school district seek out these books. But again, my, I'm going back to kind of the accountability when these books are found, that this would not be appropriate in any school district. So the one thing that I guess I'm, I'm unclear of at this point, and maybe the uh, the librarian explained it, but she's so stupid I couldn't understand. <laughs> How did the books get there in the first place? Well, their defense and part of the phone call is that well, we choose books that have awards and so it like was that. chosen. <laughs> so they did choose to put but it. There. I, but I, the way that I interpret it is like they have books that are put, pitched to them, and we obviously know the groups that are pitching. Sure, and, and this is another way that they, they rig everything. Oh, we'll give this book an award. It's kind of like, oh, we gave Obama a Nobel Peace Prize. He but just bombed 11 countries. Here's the kicker, too, is that they said, you need to give us time to review the book before we meet with you. And so they admit on the phone call, we hadn't read it. <laughs> So, I mean, no one was actually familiar with what was in the book. They just had it out there. 
And then they did, again, say that they would pull that book and genderqueer, and you couldn't find them on the library website anymore, the public access one. But apparently, I think they have a different system at the school considering- Oh, you know that. You don't think that. (laughs) You know that. Considering I could not find this book on the public access of the library catalog, but my daughter was able to ask the librarian, and she did a little punchy punch punch and was able to- but think about that. So they lied. They lied to the parents. They literally lied to the parents, and then they hide it by erasing it out of the public purview, but then keeping it inside the closed doors. Yeah, we can still show your kid child pornography. This is, this is even happening in my middle school child. Um, his class. He said that. He happened to hear me and my daughter speaking, and he's like, oh, you guys talking about banned books? We had to have a meeting about that today. I'm like, wait, tell me everything, because he doesn't know any of this, so he's 11. And he's like, well, they brought us all together, and the teacher said, well, a bunch of parents came and complained, so now we had to remove uh, some of the books from your library. Which is another, just another way of soft promoting it. Yeah, and then they brought the students, according to him, to the library, and he said, and there was the shelf, and they said, these are the books you can't read anymore because the parents complained. So wink, wink, nod, nod, read these books immediately. And one of the, he said his, his friend was like, oh, I wanted to read this book. And the teacher said, it's okay. I have that one in my classroom. I'll let you check it I out. I mean, can you imagine this? Like, this is, this is like you have a computer in your library, okay? And it's, and it's for the students to use. And the librarian says, come over here, kiddos, and literally pulls up a pornographic website and says, this is content not suitable for you, and then and so don't go here, and I'm going to put all the websites up that you're not allowed to go to on this computer, and then it's just all the porn sites. Of course, what is the first thing the kid's going to do? Exactly. I mean, they make it enticing. They make it like the forbidden fruit. And my thing is, it's like, as I'm collecting the evidence, as I'm um, documenting everything, I have the screenshots, and then I also even have the law <laughs> with me. I'm like, surely I can finally get something done about this. So I go to the sheriff's office, and um, what was shocking about that is nothing set up beforehand or anything. I went to file my police report, and another parent comes walking in and says, I'm here to file a police report about pornography in my school. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, how deep is this issue that just randomly, serendipitously almost- Well, and thank God you're in. not the only one. Right. But then we we go through a series of runarounds. So they tell me that they have a deputy coming. Then the Round Rock ISD police call me, and they say, um, yeah, I got a call from the Williamson County Sheriff's Department that you want to file a police report. And I'm like- Sir, I came here because I don't want the Round Rock ISD police investigating the Round Rock ISD library. I think that's like a conflict of interest. I would rather file my police report with the Williamson County Sheriff's Office. So then I get um, sent to Travis County, a different county. They're like, oh, that's Travis County. And then we have on tape me calling Travis County and then them saying like, no, you need to go to the Williamson County Sheriff's Department. And and the the Round Rock ISD is actually in Williamson County though, right? Mm Okay. Okay. And so then I called the Travis County Sheriff's Office because that's who Williamson County Sheriff's Office is telling me to call. And then again, we have it on speaker and they're like, you need to go to the Williamson County Sheriff's Office. I'm like, that's funny because I'm here right now and they just told me to call you. Oh, don't you love that when government gives you that deal? And by the way, all of this is, you're going to, you're going to upload all this on your band out video channel. Correct. There's just so much, like I said, that, that. It's a documentary, basically. We're we're putting it all together now so it can be more comprehensive and you can digest it better. Um, We're in the process of doing that right now. But like I said, the more I dig into this, the bigger the story becomes. So what, 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 okay. Are you leading the charge on this? How many other people are in your court? How many other parents are stepping up into this? 
are there parents that are like trying to push back against you? What is that current situation? I haven't really experienced that myself yet, but I know that other parents have. The mother that um, put together truthabouttexasschools.com, who's cataloging all of the actual arrests of teachers and, and staff of the surrounding schools, like to show the pattern that, that there is a major pedophilia problem. She's cataloging all that. She's cataloging the books. She's cataloging um, all of the information she's collecting. She says that her, her husband's business has now been attacked. So I haven't really been, but um, we're all communicating and we're doing what we can. But the funny thing is, is we're treated like a bunch of Karens. Like, and I, I hate actually using that term because I'm like, poor Karens, like they, they had their name ruined. But anyways, that's how they treat you is like, oh, you're just being ridiculous. Oh, I know it's so ridiculous that for, for me to be worried about children having um, obscene pictures given to them by their school, which is supposed to be a safe educational learning environment i know i'm such i'm so stupid like I, i'm so over well that. yeah you're you're annoying the teachers that want to indoctrinate your kids you're, you're annoying the librarian that wants to indoctrinate your kids yeah you, you're you're standing you're standing in between the tyrannical perverted leftist wanting to indoctrinate your kids you, that, which is of course your role as a mother that's what they can't stand that you're a good mother i know and then you got to hear end up hearing my phone call with the deputy that i finally got to talk to that I thought was finally going to take my police report, it gets crazy. I don't know. If even more crazy. I, I don't even. Want, I don't know if we want to play that now or in, after the the next well, break. But we'll we'll come back and maybe just discuss it in the next break. But seriously, this is folks. You have to understand. And and by the way, I was supposed to have a guest on the war room. I can't remember if it was yesterday, or the day before. She ended up not being able to come on. And it's with the group Mass Resistance Texas, and that's a bunch of concerned parents as well. They they fought back against the. Um, pedophile story time excuse me drag queen story time and they have also ta- they've been trying to tackle this issue in houston and other parts of texas so this is not an isolated incident and if you're listening to this and you think this is not possible in your school or your kids you may want to look further into this my guess is it's about a 50 50 shot that this exact same thing is happening in the public school that your kids are in and this is not an isolated incident we're seeing this all across texas so if it's in texas you know it's in California. You know it's in New York. You know it's in Illinois. So I, you may want to investigate this. Or if you want your kids being taught, uh, you know, softcore porn and pedophilia and, and all that's normal when they're in uh, grade school and middle school and high school, then just continue to ignore the issue and don't worry about it then. It was almost 15 years ago that I released my seminal film, M Game Blueprint for Global Enslavement. And in that documentary, I predicted the globalists would establish world government by releasing a virus, demanding that there be worldwide lockdowns, and then triggering a collapse of our industrial society. And now they've done it. How did I know they would do it? Because they wrote books and white papers, and many of their own reports and internal meetings were leaked. You see, then I was tracking the Bilderberg Group, whose head at the time was Klaus Schwab. And our sources inside were confirming to us that they were indeed planning to launch this great reset. Well, we're now living in it. The purposeful collapse of the third world and the first world. Not its ashes, a tyrannical corporate world government. The total censorship, no due process, destruction of the family, and then incrementally more and more deadly injections of poison masquerading as vaccines to poison us and depopulate us. This is what InfoWars is fighting. We're fighting for the future. By now you've heard me talk about the BioPros and how they're creating amazing products. They've done it again and have just released an entire suite of bioremediation products, bringing industrial-level technology to the everyday consumer. 
They're literally changing the industry with a revolutionary patented delivery system. The BioPros are excited to release BioDrain Pro, a product specifically designed to establish healthy drains, pipes, and overall plumbing systems. BioDrain Pro digests grease, fats, oil, sludge, paper, and organic matter with ease. It contains no chemicals, no GMOs, and is safe for black-gray holding tanks, sewer hoses, and plumbing. It is also human and animal safe. Get up to 20 treatments with the scoop for easy applications. Say goodbye to drain problems, gas buildup, and odor. Guaranteed. Just pour and add water. It's that simple. Visit thebiopros.com and see for yourself. I'm up. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, final segment here with Chrissy Lee in studio, and, and she has one of the books. This is the book that they said that they pulled from the library, and they told the parents they pulled it, and then they pulled it off the public database, but then her daughter was able to go actually rent it from the library, so they lied about that, so they're lying to the parents. That should be suspicious enough. In fact, the librarian should be fired probably for that, if not just put on a suspension for lying to the parents, but uh, she's a good liberal, so she gets away with it, and so you have the book in front of you. Now, she read some of the excerpts for me during the break, and so this is the conundrum. You cannot say what's in this book on terrestrial radio. It is literally illegal for terrestrial radio and television for the words and depictions in this book to be put out there, but they promote it for children. So, Christy, read it however you want it. (laughs) I mean, look, if if you read it straight up, and, 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 and we get complaints because terrestrial Gee. radio, to me, that just adds fuel to your fire saying, I can't even read this on the radio and you're giving it to my kids. So right. do, do you want to just indulge us here? Well, I feel like people have heard the cornhole reference already. So I've, I'll, yeah, we're not talking about the lawn game. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, it's, it's gross. Um, so let me read about the part where this, um, girl is, it's describes her father, um, about to rape her. She dropped her, her knees. The clouds cleared then and tears shone in her face. Beta wanted to run to her, but he couldn't move. Lie back. Open your legs. Stop crying. Don't try to tell me this isn't the first time you've done this. She protested. I haven't. I've never. You'd lied enough already. He pushed her back until her head was on the ground. Beto, you come here. Watch. Beto's the brother. Beto. <laughs> yeah, that's the brother. But don't try anything. I've got the gun right here. Beto looked long enough to see the revolver. His father's head held near his sister's face. And goes on to say, you know, he he grunted and and all of that. So and depicting then, a nice rape, a, a father yeah. raping her daughter. Yep, her, his she, daughter. Wanted, she had wanted it to stop the pain. She had thought Henry, her father, is putting himself inside me. She had vomited a little, and bile had dribbled down the side of her mouth. So, <laughs> I don't know in what context this is ever great for our children to read. Um, but there, like I said, there was the other part of this book that you've probably seen in a lot of other videos. So that was just another element of this book is the full-on description of um, the father raping his own daughter while her brother watched. And it describes that in graphic detail. But they think this is fine for 14-year-olds and, and younger to read. See, I've become... It's like second nature to me, honestly. I've become so good. It's like putting on the sunglasses to see their propaganda. And I'm just seeing through all this. So so it's it's an, they attack so many different things in this book. 
And then on the cover, it says this, a powerful layered tale of forbidden love in times of unrelenting racism. So it's promoting pedophilia and rape and incest in, <laughs> and incest in the name of liberalism because they're fighting racism. And then on the back, oh, they're fighting big oil. Oh my gosh. And then, oh, they're giving voice to many long omitted facets of U.S. history. Oh, like this is U.S. history. Yes, yes. So this is clearly just some sort of leftist indoctrina- indoctrination fake intellectual book that they give an award to so it can end up in schools around the country and promoted by the librarians. This is exactly this is the how they sick do it. pedophilia, sick Satanism that we're enduring right now. This is exactly how they do it. They make it to they try to make it uncomfortable to complain about the fact, like as, as far as the gender queer book, to complain about the fact that there's sex toys and there's masturbation and there's actual sex acts depicted in picture form in picture form in this book and but they call it genderqueer so that if you raise an issue about it then oh you're homophobic you're transphobic and i'm here to say i don't care if this book has pictures of straight sex and a straight um sexual exploration exploration or gay it's not right either way and so for you to try and cover it with as like a social justice or educational book is nonsense and the way they get away with it is they say oh this is historical and educational that that's that's their that's their shoehorn into getting it all the awards and then getting it in front of your children it's gross and then the desperation of like trying to get a hero to try and get advocacy to try and have the law actually upheld. I bring everything and even the book itself to file a report and I get the runaround, get the runaround literally all day. And by the time a deputy finally calls me back, he's like, what was the, what, what numbers on that penal code again? Like I'm reading the officer, the law, and I'm saying it's a uh, penal code 43.24. It says distributing or displaying harmful or prurient material to a minor under the age of 18 is a crime. For an adult, I have to read him the law and then I go and describe it to him in great detail, even more great detail than I'm telling you guys what is in these books. And he's like, well, I I mean, it's in a school, so I don't know that I would use that penal code. I'm like, that's the problem. It's still pornography being distributed in a school. So long story short, he outright refuses to take my police report and tells me I'll need to file it online, which I did do. I have a police report for for what good it is. I don't know. But the fact that the deputy himself, even after me going into great detail what is in these books, would not take my police report is, is I'm dumbfounded. Because it's that's so your recourse. Angry. I was so angry. And now you have no recourse. And, and by the way, the guys were just putting up, if you guys want to put those uh, reviews back on screen, I don't know if you've seen this. I don't know where the site is, but they were doing, there were some reviews, I guess, peer reviews or parent reviews of the book that you're talking about. And it's like every review is like, this is disgusting. This shouldn't be for kids. This should only be for adults. Of course, you know, one, one, one uh, libtard gets in there and says, oh, absolutely, this is great for kids. But you know what, Chrissy? You know what? I think that we should... I think we should step back, come off of our high horse, and we should congratulate the left. We should congratulate these librarians and congrat- congratulations. You're sexualizing kids. You're, you're, you're sexualizing kids. You're teaching them how to have sex. You're turning them into sexual beings, and you're promoting pedophilia. You know, maybe we should just congratulate them. You know, maybe that's the angle. Maybe that's the angle America needs to see instead of this, you know, twisted argument and debate we get into of what's right or wrong. Maybe we should just congratulate them on being such sick 
perverts. Maybe that is what America needs to see. So let's lift them up. Congratulations. You're sexualizing kids. You're sexual deviants. You're perverts. You're liars and deceivers. Congratulations. Good for you guys. Good for these authors of these books. Good for the schools. I'm so happy that you're turning kids into sexual deviants. I'm so happy that the perverts are now running our libraries and our education system. Good for you guys. Way to go, guys. Two thumbs up for you guys. You did it. You sexualized kids. Awesome, guys. Way to go. And then to think that this isn't related to now what's happening in the schools is there's actual sex hacks happening in the school bathrooms. That's another new issue. And then they, I mean, are they that dumb that they can't realize that these things are connected? If you talk to counselors, if children see things before they're emotionally or developmentally able and ready to see things that they can't process, I don't know, or hear, read about in in books, then it creates an actual trauma response. And that trauma response can rear itself into trying to make sense of it by acting out, experimenting, and um, having suicidal thoughts, all of these things. But I mean, I'm sorry, but I don't know about you, but that certainly wasn't happening where children were having sex in bathrooms during school hours while other students took video of it. But that is happening right now in our school districts. Yeah. And by the way, see, because here, here's another thing about this, this is kind of criminal psychology or, or sexual psychology. So if a Catholic priest, you know, brings a young boy into wherever and starts grooming him for sex, that's pedophilia. That's demonized. And so people, but see, the pedophile, the child abuser doesn't just take a child in and rape him. The child abuser takes a child in and grooms him, gets him ready, gets him ready, slowly moving the ball forward until they feel confident enough that they can rape the child or touch the child inappropriately and get away with it because they've groomed the kid enough. That's what this is. This is grooming all the children in the schools to just get raped by pedophiles. So the Catholic priest can bring them in for, for years, groom them, get them ready, and then sexually abuse them. This is the beginning of that process. Oh, but when Catholic priests do it, it's the worst thing in the world is pedophilia. When liberal authors and librarians do it, they're celebrated. They're acting like it's normal for two 10-year-old boys to touch each other. I mean, that is what they're doing. And then, I mean, if these boys that think they're having, you know, reading a book called Lawn Boy, Lawn Boy. It sounds like, oh, Lawn Boy. Okay, that sounds like a great. And there, I guess there is another book called Lawn Boy by a different author that is like fun and childlike. I don't know, novel thought, an actual ch- children's book. But with this book, they think they're getting that. And then suddenly they're reading about two 10-year-olds that are- Like, how did we go how, how did we go from Harry Potter and Artemis Fowl and a series of unfortunate events to literal rape books for kids? It's just disgusting. But this is what happens when the left gets in charge of anything, in this case, the school system. So you're going to upload the whole video. It's really going to be a documentary. Tell people where they can find it. You can find it on Beyond.Video on my page, and we'll make sure that we premiere it and let you know about it. But like, we're going to bring all these elements together. You're going to end up seeing more of that phone call, and you're going to end up seeing my heated discussion with the deputy who refused to take my police report uh, and actually do his job and protect children and protect and serve and protect. I know. Novel idea for an officer. I mean, this is, yeah, this is a hill to die on, folks. You can't let them groom your kids into this. Christy Lee, thank you so much. We'll be right back. Oh. 
Granny Do-Right. Granny Do-Right, thanks for holding her on the air. Go ahead. Challenge. First of all, let me say uh, I love your products. I am a granny. And um, for all the senior citizens out there that may have spent a lifetime in the sun like me, I was loaded up with sunspots or age spots, as they're lovingly called. But since taking your X2 for the last couple of years, my skin is just really gorgeous, actually. People think I'm 55 years old. <laughs> And I was already taking your other supplements, but I thought, you know, well, maybe that's what I need to do because I just thought it was a hopeless situation. But when I started taking it, I mean, it doesn't happen immediately, but, you know, over a period of time, I started noticing, okay, you know, this is the ticket. This is working. This is wonderful. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't have to put on Dermablend anymore, you know. So anyway, it worked wonderfully and it really has totally cleared up my skin. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, there's just so much to get to here, but let me just quickly cover this. This is a statement or a tweet just put out by Joe Biden. I mean, the lies and deception of this White House and Biden are, are just unequaled there's nothing ever been like this millions of american parents are feeling the squeeze having a hard time doing their job earning a paycheck while taking care of their children or aging parents my build back better agenda will change that folks all these hard times or whatever here joe biden is talking about they caused this it's all by design so this is this is the pied piper in 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 global scale they caused the collapse of the economy. They caused the collapse of all the infrastructure. They caused the collapse of all the industry. And then they come in and they say, we're the heroes to save it, even though they're the ones that caused it. America doesn't have to be going through all this. Look at how booming America was in the first three years of the Trump presidency. Economic booms, stock market booms, job growth, everything. And that was, I mean, even still we had governors on us. But that was just like a taste of what real prosperity and the free market looks like. And then as soon as they launched their COVID operation, and now that Biden and the Democrats are in control, it all went away. And now people are struggling again. And then, and then, and then Biden has the nerve to act like he's going to be the hero when he's, he's part of the problem, when he's the one that caused all this? COVID didn't shut down your business. COVID didn't shut down your school. COVID didn't make you wear a mask. COVID isn't making you take a vaccine. The government is. The government is the damn problem. And then they're going to sit here and say the government's going to be the solution? I'm sick of this crap, man. I can't believe it. And and, and I have to sit here, and I'm just part of like maybe 25, 30% of the world that actually gets this. And then there's like 30, 40% of the world that just has no clue what's going on. And then there's actual people that love it. They love it. They love the government running your life. They, they love being lied to. They love being raped. They love being chemically raped. They love death. And I have to sit here and have the very same people that caused all these problems to say they're going to be the solutions and people will actually believe it. And it's sickening. This is elementary stuff. Hmm. 
Here, let's do this. Let's, uh, you know what? Let me, let me, let you guys play clip five here. Let me explain what's going on. Guys, just roll clip five. So you got a drag queen, or I don't even know what that is. It's just an alien. It might as well be waving all the different gay flags and trans flags and whatever the hell else, rape flags and pedophile flags, whatever else. So, so here's what this is really all about. And, I, and it hit me today when I saw this video and then I saw this story in Austin. Rainbow, rainbow crosswalks going in Monday at downtown Austin intersection. It's not a rainbow, folks. It's a gay flag. It's not a rainbow. It's a leftist gay flag. So that's a lie. It's not a rainbow. But then I realized, why are they why are they writing stories in the New York Times about redesigning the American flag? Why are they demonizing the American flag? Why are they raising the gay flags at all these embassies higher than the American flag around the world? Why are they painting it on our streets? Why are they promoting all these pedophiles and transsexuals to wave the gay flag in your schools? Why are teachers putting the gay flag? And then it hit me. This is the new world order. That is their flag. So that's why they fly it on all the embassies. That's why it's in all the classrooms. That's why it's on all of these streets. Now it's going to be in Austin. You've seen it other places. Oh, someone like drives by it and leaves a little rubber and they say, oh, it's a hate crime. Find that vehicle. You understand the the 2S LGBTQIA plus niner 69 uh, goat dolphin wiener dog. Uh, that is a Trojan horse for the new world order. And, and that's why they have the pride flag as their symbol to destroy your nationality, to destroy your nation's flag and replace it with the gay flag. And if you say anything about it, you're a bigot. The world is being co- absolutely on fire right now and it has a it has to do with the fact i've been on air for like i guess four hours now i was in court this morning by the way i want to thank everybody again for your prayers and your kind words uh with all these legal battles i'm going through it's crazy i mean i'm in i'm involved in three different cases and i'm in court every week with these three different cases and i don't want to i'm not, I'm not going to talk too much about it i'm gonna i'm gonna have my day in court and I'll give you updates when it's necessary. Uh, but your prayers have really been uh, a, a huge benefit, I believe. And, of course, the support at DefendOwen.com. I think we've almost hit the goal so that I can have a great team of lawyers. And I really do have a great team of lawyers. And I think when it's all said and done, we'll release some of this stuff. We'll release some of the statements my lawyers have made and some of the defenses and stuff. I just don't want to do it while the case is ongoing. I think it's received enough national attention to now. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, let's just have my day in court and present the facts and let's let's pray to God that justice will be served and an innocent man will remain free. Um, but no, I, I'm also fired up because I'm on like cup number three or whatever of the coffee from InfoWarsStore.com. This is just hitting the spot today. Let me tell you, I haven't even eaten all day, so that's also helping. It's like, uh, have you ever seen the episode of Futurama when Fry drinks 100 cups of coffee? I feel like I'm I feel like that's where I'm at right now. I feel like I could move 10 million miles per hour if I wanted to. And the coffee's back in stock at infowarsstore.com. It's very popular. It sells out a lot. It's back in stock at infowarsstore.com and you may have noticed coffee prices are actually going up right now because of all the supply chain shortages and you know, sometimes coffee has to go through world trade and then and, and cross boundaries and stuff. So 
Coffee prices are going up. We are not raising our coffee prices. We are keeping our coffee prices the same at InfoWarsStore.com. Also, we're very excited about this. We've sold a lot of privacy pockets at InfoWarsStore.com, and, and that's the enclosure for your phone. You've seen it on air. We've promoted it. You, you may have one. And it was, really, it was really cheap, not that it wasn't good, but it was, it, was, it was cheap to sell because it was cheap to make, and that's because it was, it's hard to source these out that are totally made in America. So it's like either they're stitched in another country or the material comes from another country and all of this stuff, and it's kind of thin, and if you use it all the time, sometimes it gets worn out. It's fine, it works, but it wasn't the best. It was good, but it wasn't the best. And so we've been continuing to try to find the best Faraday enclosure for your phone that's 100% made in America. Not just all the material, but the process as well. We finally have it, ladies and gentlemen, at InfoWarsStore.com. Silent Pocket. Here are just two of the examples that I have here on my desk. Uh, and again, you, you as soon as you pick it up, as soon as you look at it, you can tell the quality difference. Now, we sold the privacy pockets for like 10 bucks because, again, it was it was cheaper to source, cheaper to make. So we sold it for 10 bucks. That's pretty cheap. Uh, these are not that cheap because these will last forever. They are the best Faraday enclosure on the market. As soon as you pick it up, you can feel the quality of it. Nothing gets through this bad boy. And uh, there's all kinds of different sizes. And it's for phones and tablets and laptops. I've got two of them right here. You can see there's two different designs, two different sizes. But, I mean, I, I could fit. I've got my two phones right here. I could fit both of my phones in either one of these right now. And so say I just want to go off grid tomorrow for a day off and, you know, I don't want the crew bothering me. And so I just would go or, you know, or, or somebody bothering me, you know, girlfriends or whatever. So I, I just go like this and but look at that. It holds both of them. Boom. No problem. Close it like that. There it is. So nothing's going through there now. Ha <laughs> ha. Try to send me a message now. Ha 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 ha. Not going to happen. That's the medium Faraday sleeve for phones that I'm uh, exhibiting right there. Fit, just fit two phones, and uh, they both have a case on them, by the way, too. So it's not just two phones. It's two phones and a case. There you go. Holds it nicely right there. You can see that. High quality. Not going to fall apart. Not going to break. All made in America. And we're selling it now at InfoWarsStore.com. So we're really excited about that. It's the Silent Pocket. And it stops all of the uh, you know radio waves and everything from bouncing around, which is it's good not to have that around 24-7. Or if you just want to go off-grid, you don't want your phone tracking on you, spying on you, you just don't want anybody bothering you, Silent Pocket, InfoWarsStore.com. It's going to last you forever. That's the beauty of this thing. Some people use their privacy pockets a lot. Some people not so much. You use it all the time. This is the high-quality product that you want right here. And it's at InfoWarsStore.com right now. 100% made in America. All right. So we're working on getting uh, our next guest up and on the air. Uh, sometimes there's just technical difficulties that happen. That's okay. So in the meantime, I've got plenty that I can do here. So let's just do this. Let's get some of these video clips played. Here we go. Oh, I love this one, guys. Let's go to clip six. This is hilarious. 
Here's Biden admitting that they're sabotaging the economy. So again, Biden comes out and says today, oh, people are struggling. They're losing their jobs. They don't know what to do. The only thing to help them is the Build Back Better plan. But yet here's Biden admitting that he is the one causing all the economic distress in the country. This is incredible. Here it is. These requirements work. And as the business roundtable others told me when I announced the first requirement, that encouraged businesses to feel they could come in and demand the same thing of their employees. More people are getting vaccinated. More lives are being saved. Let's be clear. When you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds of people losing their jobs, look at the bigger story. I've spoken with Scott Kirby, CEO of United Airlines, who's here today. United went from 59% of their employees to 99% of their employees in less than two months after implementing the requirement. 99%. Now, think about what he just said. First, he admits that he's causing mass layoffs in the country and he's, commi- he's, he's causing the economy to collapse. He admits it. But then he says, it's okay because look at the bigger picture. Now 99% of the workers are vaccinated. Folks, here's a chart to explain how that works because, you know, some people aren't, aren't that bright. So this is what it looks like. Give me a doc cam. Here's your, here's your workers, okay? Here's your workers before the vaccine mandate. Only 59% are vaccinated. Womp, womp. So what do you do? Well, you fire 40% of them, and now you've got 99% vaccinated. See how that works? So yeah, you just fired 40% of your workforce. You just caused a bunch of people to go on unemployment and now be struggling that Biden talks about like he's going to fix it, even though he caused it. And then he celebrates that he has 99% vaccinated. That's like, hey, oh, but see, here's the logic, see. We've got too many people on planet Earth, so we're just going to kill all of you. But look at the bigger picture. Now there's less people on Earth. Oh, now there's less climate change. Oh, oh. now there's less, less carbon emissions. Oh, now there's less traffic. Oh, ah, ah. same thing. This guy, I, I'll tell you, folks. We have had it so good in this country for a long, long time, but this is by far the most corrupt government this country has ever had. By far. Joe Biden is the most corrupt, lying politician that has ever been in the White House. And it's not even close. And that's saying a lot. We've had some bad ones. We've had some scoundrels. And, and Biden tops them all. And so, I don't even know how to accurately portray this. It's like, I'll just tell you what's going on. Biden has surrendered the country. You understand? Joe Biden has surrendered America to the new world order. Okay? That's why you don't have free speech. That's why you have political prisoners. That's why you have a wide open southern border. That's why China is getting more aggressive in the Far East and the South China Sea. That's why they just gave Afghanistan to China and the Taliban. That's why you don't have freedom of choice over your body anymore and vaccine mandates. That's why the economy is collapsing. That's why you have uh, oil and, and cargo ships just hanging off the coast of this country. Biden has surrendered the United States of America. Biden has declared the America American way of life, freedom, prosperity, pursuit of happiness is over. He's declared it's over. And all the Democrats have hopped on board. And at a deeper level... They've bought into the intellectual idea that there's too many people on planet Earth 
for the earth to go on much longer, so they have to kill humans off, is what they have to do. And they brag about it, and they talk about it, and they write books about it, and this is what's going on. And it's time to quit playing games with these people. Cobra Commander here with an important message to humanity. I have decided that all of you will take a special injection so that you will be safe. But the injection is not ready yet. And so, I need all of you to stay indoors for the next 15 days to flatten the curve. I also need you to wear masks, and I also need you to only shop at mega corporations. That way we can consolidate control and bankrupt the world economy, leaving companies that only I own profitable. You will then be my slaves. Oh, and then you'll get that special shot of venom from Cobra. We'll remove your immune system, so you'll be dependent on me for the rest of your miserable lives. The purpose of fear is to call us into action, and there is plenty to be afraid of today. Half the population has lined up for an untested, deadly, and debilitating experimental injection because they were told to be afraid of an invisible asymptomatic disease. The perpetrators of all this have clearly stated their goal of having 80% of the population hooked up to an artificial intelligence hive mind in less than nine years. For those of us who have awoken from the spell, we know this is all really happening, and it's unbelievably unsettling to see. But there is only two things to do. We continue sounding the alarm because it's a numbers game. If enough people awaken from the cult spell, then we win. But even when we win, and we eventually will, the days of convenience are soon coming to an end. And so we must prepare, get up to a year's worth of storable foods, water filtration, survival gear, seeds, shortwave radios, and life-saving knowledge at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, too much coffee and too much time on air makes uh, Owen a really aggressive host. But, uh, you know, we're going up against evil, the likes of which I never would have even imagined, you know. But uh, here we are. It's all going on. And, uh, you know, what happened to Ashley Babbitt and everything after that is part of that. And I'm not sure how much Kara wants to get into what's going on behind the scenes, but I think it's sad that, you know, Kara, you've done so much activism here uh, this year. And I know that it's been a struggle for you to even get on people's platforms and airwaves. And it's almost like I have to break that barrier just to get you to the next level sometimes. That's just what's happening. And so there's some stuff going on behind the scenes. Again, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but Ashley Babbitt's birthday is this weekend. And they're having an event for her in Houston. And sadly, infighting is going on behind the scenes with some Republican conservative people. And and, and it's just not getting the coverage that it deserves uh, for Ashley, people making it about themselves instead of about Ashley. So I wanted to get you on to talk about the event coming up this weekend. If people are in Houston or the Houston area and they want to join, uh, give them the details, Kara. 
So, yes, it's this weekend on Sunday. It's in Freeport, actually, which is south of Houston, and it's on the shore, so it's really pretty. It's at a yacht club, and I have the name of it here. It's Bridge Harbor Yacht Club, and that's in Freeport, Texas, and that is going to be at 12 o'clock noon. Um, It's probably going to go on. No, it's actually at 1 p.m. I'm sorry. Um, It's at 1 p.m., and it's going to probably go on for two hours. There's going to be really good speakers there. I know that Donald Trump is sending in a special message that he's making specifically just for this event, um, along with uh, Gosar. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Congressman Gosar. He's also writing. I'm writing in and also a letter in and also a video that he's making for this event, and a number of other really good speakers. Ashley's husband will be there speaking. Her mom will be there. This is really just to honor Ashley's birthday and for people to remember her a year after. Um, you know, I mean. I think we're 10 months after January 6th when she died and um, it's, it's her birthday. So her, this is really important to her mom that people show up for this and that people just show up at their state capitals um, in honor of her birthday. And of course, Ashley Babbitt uh, killed by a police officer. If it was any other situation, the police would have been bad. All cops bad. There would have been riots in the streets. Oh, but because it was Ashley Babbitt who was a veteran and a Trump supporter. Oh, the police is the hero now. Wow, that, that's amazing how we just changed that narrative in the mainstream media overnight. And we celebrate the police as the hero after he kills somebody. Any other time, though, the police is bad. Doesn't matter if there's a drug overdose or crimes involved. Uh, so it's really sad to see that. So Ashley Babbitt deserves to have this birthday celebrated. Um, and her family deserved to have this birthday celebrated. I hope a lot of people will go out there in Houston uh, just to be with the family, too. I can't even imagine how tough it's been for them to go through this, and plus all the lies and the attacks that they see on the media as well. So uh, she deserves the support, and I uh, hope that people can make it out there this weekend that they do. And, and Kara, you'll be there, too, right? I'll definitely be there. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't been to Texas in a while. I'm going to go down and, and have fun. I heard that area is really pretty. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm heading down on Saturday. Now, and if you, if anybody's interested in uh, in attending, just um, like you said, it's really hard to get media coverage for this type of thing. Um, it's very sad. So go to my Twitter and the the uh, flyers up on there, and I'm going to retweet it again so that people know where it is. If you're in Texas, definitely drive down, or even neighboring states. And um, her family is asking that you go to your state capital and and uh, bring a flower in honor of her birthday on Sunday. So there's other states that are going to be having ceremonies at their state capitals as well. Do you know how old Ashley would have been this weekend? She was, she was younger than me. Uh, she was in her, I think she would have been 35 or 36. Wow. So she was very young, very young woman. It's a shame. It's a tragedy that she was yeah. shot. Um, I think it's sad really that the media hasn't, you know, done justice to her story and the way that they painted her is really just terrible. So I promised her mom that we were going to, you know, we're not going to let, the media rewrite history and who Ashley really was. She was not an insurrectionist. She was not a domestic terrorist. She was a protester who got caught up in the moment. And she was also um, a war hero. So that's her legacy. And again, it's sad that so many people are afraid to even say Ashley Babbitt's name or talk about these events. And, and so I've obviously been shying away from this coverage and, and coverage from January 6th for obvious reasons, but no one else will do it, so I'll just go ahead and do it because I've, I guess so many other people in the media are just total cowards, which sadly you know more about now from being uh, trying to promote this than, uh, than I do. But, you know, just to change lanes for a second, you know, I'm glad to hear Donald Trump is sending a message, so at least he's not, he's not cowarding away from this story. And he had a lengthy interview. Apparently, it was like three days Molly Hemingway spent with Donald Trump at Mar-a-Lago. She wrote like a 30-page article about it. And it does appear that at the time, Trump knew more than he was letting on about the 2020 election. 
And now he seems like he's more willing to openly talk about all the things that went on behind the scenes, all the illegalities, all the Republicans that stabbed him in the back. Uh, I'm just curious, are you hearing anything about that? Are are you also noticing that some Republicans who at the time are a little wishy-washy are now realizing, wait, something really did go on in the 2020 election. What happened with the audit? Why are all these people hiding it? I think so. I think everybody deep down knows that something went on during the 2020 election, but because of cancel culture and because people are scared for their elected positions, they don't speak up. But, you know, it's very obvious to me, and I think it's becoming more obvious to many people that there was fraud in that election. And it's very, it's frustrating because what do we do about it? You know, what, what steps could we take to ensure that there's fair elections in the future? I don't think anybody's really doing anything about that, which is frustrating. They should, that's what the Republicans should be doing. They should be figuring out ways to ensure that the next election is fair. And that the next elections next year are fair as well, the presidential and the midterms. And I don't, I really don't see anything like that happening, which is very frustrating for me. It's almost like they feel like if they try to pass legislation or bills that will ensure that the election is fair and there's no fraud, that they're admitting that there was fraud with Donald Trump and they're afraid of that. Yeah, they're even saying now that Kamala Harris is going to have to stop the steal of 2024. Like, what the hell? Let's talk about getting out ahead of it so weird uh kamala harris is mia so i don't even know what you're talking about i don't think oh no 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 no. oh kamala harris actually made an appearance i I wasn't going to play the video maybe i will (laughs) she was she was talking to kids about space exploration it is on look honestly it's the weirdest thing she's ever done okay i i wasn't going to play the video i don't think i'm gonna have time but if folks if you want to see kamala harris talking to kids about space exploration i mean she honestly she's like a hollywood actor i mean i'll give her credit this is like the greatest she deserves a uh uh some sort of a, a award i guess what is it an emmy or something for this performance or an oscar for this performance with the kids it's it's really awkward and hilarious so she's not totally mia anymore uh but i will say what you just said trump was kind of alluding to that in the hemingway interview as well basically saying hey you know, the Republicans are over here playing games and, and focusing on issues that people don't really care about. They need to be focusing on ensuring elections in the future, because if, if they do, we have a real chance of, of saving America and having fair elections again. And, you know, people just don't want to talk about it again because the bullies in the media, uh, the bullies in the government, and, and they just silence them and censor them into submission. Right. No, for sure. And people need to start talking about it and really, really. That's what was so frustrating in 2020, I think. I think that I, I hope I wish that year they would have paid more attention to the elections. But everybody was so distracted by COVID, which I think was by design. Like that year, I think the whole COVID distraction, Democrats really playing it up, um, pushing for the mail-in votes. Everybody was so distracted. Oh, by yeah, the- absolutely. He brought up all that in the interview, too. Kara, tell people one more time where they can follow you and where they can find the information for this weekend's event. Go to citizensapp.us and follow me at Kara Kastronova on Twitter and all social media, all the necessary evil social medias. I'm still up right now, so please follow me there. All right, and she's going to repost the flyer for this weekend's event for Ashley Babbitt's birthday. Folks, if you're in the Houston area, make it out there. Show her family a little love. So the placebo that they have used, that the FDA has allowed them to use, has often been another vaccine a vaccine with a known adverse reaction profile that's causing death and damage in its own right. That it's the aluminum as an adjuvant in the vaccine, a known neurotoxin, a known immunotoxin, a known poison in human beings that is in the supposedly inert placebo. Totally inappropriate. This is not good science. It is not science at all. It is an effort to cover up 
the true adverse reaction rates to these vaccines so that they can get through the low barrier of constraints put there by the FDA and onto the market. That is the only concern. Dr. Wakefield is just one of many informed voices in the film COVID Land. Secure your copy of COVID Land today at covidland.com. And if you order by October 6th, you get a free copy of the film, Blueprint for Global Enslavement, absolutely free. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Warning, this broadcast might offend the easily offended. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video. Freedom or tyranny? Two paths. Humanity has a choice. And we are at the crossroads now. Bryson Gray is with us. He, he, he chose his path. He chose freedom. And he's been such a great example of what sticking to your roots and your principles and your gut is like. And they act like you can't be successful. Yeah, you're not going to be endorsed by the establishment and get the million-dollar contracts. But you know what? You're going to do it your way, and you can still be successful. Bryson Gray is the perfect example of that. So when Bryson reached out to me the other day, he said, hey, I have a new music video. I'd like to put it on band. I said, absolutely. Let's put it on band, and let's get you on the show to talk about it. So Bryson, I don't know. You put out like I mean, you put out, this is like, you're like putting out more albums than 3-6 Mafia in their prime when they would literally, I'm not even kidding, 3-6 Mafia would put out an album, they'd spend all their money on drugs, and then they'd have to, like, within a month, and then they'd have to make a new album. It was, it's a funny story about them. Anyway, uh, but Bryson Gray's actually doing it the right way and uh, not, not sacrificing an inch on his morals or principles, and so we appreciate him for that. So your new uh, song is banned. Uh, I guess there's a music video to go along with it as well. Yes, sir. It's my song "Band." It's actually from my album I already released called "Boulders Alliance" season one. And uh, I wanted to get it on band video because I don't know if you heard of the recent uh, things that YouTube added about if, if 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 you're a climate denier, they'll ban you, or if you're against blah blah blah, they'll ban you. So I was like, "Hey, I made it to get you know my videos on band video if possible." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it only makes sense. You're the most banned, I mean, maybe the most banned rapper in the world. I mean, I I think you may be the most banned rapper in the world. You might as well be on (laughs) Band.Video. Yeah, I'm the the most censored rapper in this country, at least I know of for sure. My song was banned on Spotify, still not back up. Song banned on SoundCloud. The the website Bandcamp banned my entire catalog within four days. Uh, Banned on Twitch. My main Instagram whoa, got banned. Whoa, wait a second. You're not allowed to make millions of dollars on Twitch like all the communists? No, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not Hassan Piker. So he, he can say the opposite of what I say about me. But if I talk the same way about his side, then I got banned. So uh, Yeah, no, Hassan you know. Piker, he just acts like he's a communist. He's actually a capitalist. I, that's the funny thing. I actually bet I would get along with Hassan Piker. He seems like an alpha male capitalist. He just pretends like he's a communist to make a bunch of money on the Internet so he doesn't get banned, I guess. Uh, but yeah, you know, he talks about forcing, forcing, uh, chemically raping people with vaccines and he's allowed on Twitch, but Bryson Gray raps about Jesus and corrupt government. Oh, we don't want that out there. <laughs> yeah. They don't want any of my messages on Twitch and, uh, Twitch didn't even give me a warning. They banned me once and said, you're gone for good. Meanwhile, Simon Piker can make what 
over two million dollars within the last within the last year on Twitch. Sounds pretty uh much like a capitalist to me. And bro, you've been grinding. I mean, I know you've worked multiple jobs. You put out multiple albums. I mean, you you've been all about that grind. And you know, that's the funny thing too is, you know, we could sit here. I'm on, I'm on the same boat, different industry. We could we could sit here and complain about all the hoops and all the obstacles that the left puts in front of us and the lies and the attacks and the censorship. And we could sit here and be, oh, look, I'm a victim. But we choose to we choose to persevere. That builds character. That builds strength. And it's just hilarious that they I guess they either think they can censor us out of existence or bully us out of existence and then sit here and act like they're the high and mighty and they're the liberals of society when all they try to do is destroy their competition with lies and censorship didn't work on you. I mean, you get more popular every day, it seems like. Yeah, my uh, my last album, Letters to the Church, was actually on Billboard charts. Uh, we beat Lil Nas X on Amazon. Uh, I had the number one album on Amazon. You beat uh, Lil Nas X and you didn't have to pretend to be pregnant? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to come out as a uh, homosexual either. <laughs> I'm a regular... <laughs> straight christian yeah what does that what does that say on your shirt oh look at the shirt real quick (laughs) it says uh bake a straight person for your existence and then uh yeah you know that hey well (laughs) that'll be considered hate speech in 20 years when when they'll say that men and women never created babies it was always made in a lab oh it's already considered hate speech actually wearing this shirt got me suspended on facebook for like 30 days what yeah yeah, TikTok banned me for reading a literal Bible verse. They literally banned me for reading a Bible verse on TikTok. I'm not even joking. I had somebody tell me they uh, they basically made they try well they tried to they made like a Owens Royer highlights thing on TikTok first video gone. Like it didn't, oh, even, yeah, last, didn't even last a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, TikTok is literally the worst, and, and this is why this is why I made I don't know if you've heard it yet, but this is why I actually made the song banned. The point is, y'all can ban me from anything, but I'm still, I'm still coming back out. That's why I say they're trying to do me like I'm Alex Jones. They're trying to do me like I'm Roger Stone. It don't even matter because I'm gonna keep coming back stronger and I'm gonna keep coming back harder every single time. I love it actually. Well, you've been the living example of that, and and so we're. De- I'm gonna definitely put your new music video banned up on the War Room channel. And then, I mean, considering all the censorship you're dealing with, maybe it's just time for you to have your own channel on Band.Video. Video. We'll see if we can't facilitate Please. that. Because, uh, I mean, that's what happened. It's like we had to build this platform because all these people that are great people that, that have big followings and they just get banned all over the Internet. And we're just fortunate enough here to have a great audience that financially supports us so that we can build the platforms and share it with everybody. But, I mean, that's the peak that it's reached. You know, explain that because a lot of people don't really understand it. Even the even people that may be in the music industry or other things, oh, you know, stop complaining or whatever or just get along. You know, I, I don't think they really understand the the it's not even a hill it's not even a mountain i mean it's just straight up it's like starting at the bottom of a plateau and having to climb up to the top of it that's what it's like having to exist in this censorship era that we're living in facts so you like you literally can't say what you believe i can't even it's almost it almost feels illegal to disagree with the consensus now which is which is insane in considering this is the united states of america so every time i get banned it's for me actually saying a genuine opinion i don't even curse i'm not talking about killing nobody i'm not talking about spinning a block with a glock i am literally just giving you my opinions that's usually based on the bible and every time i get banned they're stopping me from reach like i had almost four hundred thousand followers on tiktok 
and they literally just took that all away from me. They the money I, I made on TikTok, they didn't. They said I couldn't keep it. <laughs> like, like they took it from me. It's actually crazy, man. Ah, uh, yes, but the good communists, they get to make millions on these platforms. Yeah, yeah, they're communists, all right. Give me a break. Uh, I'm, I bet they don't even tip well. And so that that that's the amazing thing, though. So, but what do you make of that? Where you've probably been listening to rap your whole life, much like me. They always rap about banging bitches and pimping hoes and beating hoes and murdering hoes and dealing drugs and shooting up the block and all this stuff. And, hey, that's promoted. That's good. But, oh, oh, Bryson Gray raps about Jesus and conservative values. We can't have that. Oh. So what's crazy is on YouTube, I can't do ads if I have a MAGA hat on. But little Nas X can be butt naked with other men in a video. And not only can he do ads. It gets promoted to children on YouTube. And we got NBA Youngboy. You got all these gangster rappers, 21 Savage. Literally every song is about killing somebody, shooting somebody, and they can promote that. That gets uplifted. So my like the, the real thing people have the question is why? Why somebody like me? How am I banned? A song of mine is banned on Spotify. I can't get it back on. They told me if I re-upload it, they're banning my entire Spotify account. But these people like Cardi B can exist Nicki minaj can exist <laughs> what it's it really crazy. i mean it may it just it makes the clown world that real when you're experiencing that level of it and it's like you know you're a good person you know you're not a bad you know you don't deserve censorship and yet here you are the most censored rapper that i have ever heard of or known about and so but that's what you do and you keep fighting and we salute you for that so we'll put your video up on the war room channel bryson gray band is the name of it we're gonna upload that uh, immediately, and then uh, we'll see if we can't facilitate just giving you your own channel. Because uh, I mean, it's reaching that point where you you got to have a platform somewhere, brother. Yes, sir. Hey, man, if you can make that happen, bro, hey, that'd be awesome, man. Thank you for everything. Thank you for bringing me on. Thank you for the promotion and all of it, man. Well, we love you. Keep keep up what you're doing. You're a true fighter and a great American. And so we'll see if we can't facilitate that. I think it's what the audience would want too, and they're the ones that built the platform. Uh, so there goes Bryson Gray, newest music video, Band, is going to go to its home. It's going to go to its home at band.video. It just, it works out perfectly if you think about it. I want to explain something that is absolutely key to understanding our world. and It's very, very simple, but the most people don't know. The privately owned central banks of the world are artificially creating thousands of trillions of dollars in other major currencies and using them to buy up infrastructure, intellectual property, energy. They're using it to buy people, to buy influence. And in the past, they created thousands of trillions so that they could leverage that, manipulate markets, but they never allowed that money to get into the general circulation or it would cause massive inflation. Now they've gone ahead and weaponized it and are flooding every sector of the world economy, buying up everything. Not to have the companies operate, but to actually shut them down and force a collapse of civilization, making the companies they do fund be the only things left standing. This is the Great Reset. This is what's happening now. Warn everyone. It's the only way to stop it. Frank in North Carolina, thanks for holding so long. Go ahead. Yeah, Alec, I just have to say something, man. It seems like every time I turn on your broadcast, you're bragging. It just gets old, man. I'm going to shut you down right now, okay? We're taking calls about your nomination. Do you understand they're having congressional hearings trying to shut us down? Do you understand I'm ringing the alarm? If that was happening to anybody else, I'd be freaked out. 
I mean, what's it going to take? Us being shut down? Is that what you want, Frank? You know what, Alex? Hey, it, I put him on it, pause it, again. It, hey, Frank, do you understand it's not bragging to say we are the tip of the spear, we're under attack, we need your help? As much begging as I do, we can barely pay the bills and grow in the face of this. I'm not going to just stop growth and let them start pushing us backwards. You understand? I need your help, Frank. I need your help, Frank. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and help fund the InfoWars. Do you understand? I need your help, Frank. Free Press needs your help, Frank. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. All right, we're back here on the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Now, I told you about the new Faraday enclosures for your phone, so I'm not going to tell you at length again why these are so great, but we do have them at InfoWarsStore.com. Great Faraday enclosure for your phone. It's literally the best on the market, 100% made in America, and we have it now at InfoWarsStore.com. Also, last night was a huge success, I would say. We premiered COVID Land, and I got to tell you, the the documentary was so good. COVID Land Part One was so good, and and it, you know I I don't really understand the dynamic, quite frankly. But for whatever reason, it was so good that a lot of people were watching it, and they decided they were going to share it on their social medias, whether it's Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. And so I had a bunch of people reaching out saying, hey, I saw you on the internet last day. Hey, I saw you on this. And I'm like, well, I'm confused. I'm banned on all of those platforms. What do you mean you saw me? And they said, oh, well, you were doing some documentary. And then they got to see a part of the documentary. They said, the documentary was amazing. Where can I get it? I said, oh, that's our new documentary. Uh, It's called COVID Land. That's part one. You can get the DVD at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, we have uploaded it as well to Band.Video because for us, it's more about getting the information out than, than making a profit on it, but we do intend to make a profit on it so that we can make more of these documentaries and continue to stay on air. Uh, so, wow, the reviews from the COVID Land Part 1 documentary that we premiered last night, just just incredible. Uh, so many people that are just neutral on the issue or, or kind of not really sure what's going on with COVID that tuned in to watch it were just blown away. And so that's what happens when we get excited around here and and we execute properly and we have a victory. That's what it looks like. And when you take it and hit the ground running and share the links and tell friends and family that's what's going on, that's the formula for success. And of course, it all starts with us even existing to be able to do that. That's why your financial support at InfoWarsStore.com is so imperative. But we have the best supplements. We have the best water filters. We have the best air filters. We have the best Faraday enclosures for your phone. And now we do have the best. Literally, we do have the best. Before you could say, hey, I could get a better one. Not anymore. This is literally the best. So can't say we don't have the best of that anymore. And uh, the documentaries, everything at InfoWarsStore.com, that's what makes everything we do here possible, uh, despite the censorship still changing the world. All right, let's go here. Let me just pile drive through some of these videos before my guests join me coming up. Uh, Let's go. You know, this is actually, let's go to clip 11 here because... This is such an inversion of reality where this therapist, allegedly therapist, a youth therapist, I don't know, claims she she takes the notion that we we need faces, we need to recognize faces and read off facial patterns and all this stuff, and then inverts it and says that's why we need masks. Uh, listen to this deranged therapist 
explaining why we need masks. We are almost two years into the worst public health catastrophe in modern history. And what's happened for many of us is that we've learned to associate maskless faces with the threat of spreading COVID-19. For many of us, so pause we it right see a there. face without a mask. That's the brainwashing. That's the brainwashing in the media. So, so, so she just admitted that's, that's called propaganda. That's called brainwashing. So she or she is admitting mass brainwashing, mass propaganda. And, and, and here she goes on. For many of us, when we see a face without a mask on, the brain has learned to register that visual stimuli as a threat. No, pause it. No, not learned. Not learned. Propagandized. Propagandized. You never felt that way before on all your days and minutes and seconds on this planet until you were propagandized into feeling that way. And this is a so-called therapist. I'd avoid that one. Continue. The amygdala, which is the brain's smoke detector then sends out a stress response signal that triggers the sympathetic nervous system into the fight, flight, or freeze response. I'm just hopping on here to normalize that because COVID-19 is still a threat. And the reaction that we have to seeing maskless faces isn't just emotional or intellectual. It's also physiological. So, So imagine, that's a total inversion. See, it used to be you, you, you were at a bank and somebody walks in with a mask, oh, that's a criminal. That's the fight or flight response, not because of a propaganda campaign, but because it's well-known criminals want to hide their face. It's well-known bank robbers throughout history hide their face so that they can't be identified. You don't know who it is. So that's so the real, the real fight or flight is through the learned experience of criminals hiding their faces. And she inverts that to the propaganda you've been told that a maskless person is going to spread COVID, which is just total BS. And then she talks about the importance of the facial recognition. Well, that's being completely obliterated right now because of the masks. They will never take off the mask, ever. Because to them, it's the greatest and easiest virtue signal that they can ever have. So it's not about volunteering or donating money or volunteering your time or helping people or anything like that or trying to improve the world. It's, oh, all I have to do is put on a mask and I'm the best person in the world. All I have to do is put on a mask and I'm, I'm good. I'm changing things. Yes. They will never take off their mask. They will never take off their mask. And they will believe anything that the TV tells them. They have been, they have, folks, look. I, I mean, I'm not perfect. I fell for propaganda all the time growing up. I, I look back on it. I used to have an anti-gun stance. I had all kinds of leftist liberal beliefs. At one point in time, I was a nihilist. I was never that emotional about it, but, but I, I was propagandizing all that. I recognize that now. But, but I didn't voluntarily jump into that pool. That's like if there's a pool full of sharks and you jump into it, you get eaten by a shark. Duh. That's what they're doing. They jump into the pool of propaganda. They leap into it. They're not pushed. They're not coerced. They're not deceived. They make the choice. And then as they're getting eaten by the sharks, they say, I'm a better person than you. And then they get eaten by the sharks. Let's move on. Um, oh, oh, I love this one in clip two. Here's a retired nurse in California just laying it out in 15 seconds to the school board of supervisors how stupid the masks and the vaccine mandates are. Here it is. Why? 
do the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that didn't protect the protected in the first place. Oh, I think that pretty much sums it up right there then, doesn't it? Uh, pretty much. I don't think there's any much more you can say about that. Here's a Los Angeles sheriff uh, talking about the vaccine mandate and how he's not going to enforce it in clip four. Are you forcing your officers to set the vaccine to get the vaccine? Uh, as I said, no, I'm not forcing anyone. The, the issue has become so politicized. There are entire groups of employees and are willing to be fired and laid off rather than get vaccinated. So I don't want to be in a position to lose five, 10 percent of my workforce overnight on a Mac vaccine mandate, while at the same time our bare bones with uh, the funding effort. So this is like the worst of two worlds right here. So we have to pick and choose. And see, that's, right. that's like one scenario of how the New World Order is being laid out. So you're getting financially crushed right now by, the, by all of the shutdowns and the supply chain shortages. And then, and then you're, you're being doubly crushed. You're being stabbed in the, in the jugular while it's going on with all of the mandates. So you can't even keep up with it. It's all by design. It's all right here. COVID-19, the Great Reset. The world is being conquered by global elite who believe in eugenics and population control. The sooner we can admit that, hey, I get it. You, you don't want to have cancer. You don't, you don't want to have a heart attack. You don't want to have a leg amputated. I get it. Believe me, nobody wants that. Hey, nobody wants to have a group of world elite criminals conquering the world to eliminate humanity from it in the name of saving the earth. But that, that's the situation you're on right now, so you might want to get real about it and uh, quit acting like it's not there. All right, final clip here before we come back in a, in a, after a short break. Uh, this is hilarious. Guys, do we have 13 censored? All right, let's do this. Uh, so now another Major League Baseball stadium has uh, brought up the Let's Go Brandon chant, but this is hilarious. Listen to a woman's response after a whole section starts chanting uh, F Joe Biden or uh, Let's Go Brandon. Listen to this. So, I, I don't know what, I don't know where this is. I'll be, I think maybe it's Houston or Boston or something. I, I, I'm not sure where the game was. It's hard to tell from that video because you see all kinds of different MLB logos in the shot. But there's a woman, she hears the F. Joe Biden chant. She calls them racists. Racists. And if you watch the video, it's, it's, it's mostly white guys, I guess, in the video chanting it. And Biden is white. So where does the racism come in here? Folks, you have to understand. Racism is the lowest common denominator intellectual argument. And that's why the left goes to it all the time. They're not smart people. She couldn't tell you why she likes Joe Biden or what's great about him. But she can call you a racist because that makes her feel good. You'd have to be hiding under a rock. Not to know that vitamin D, vitamin C, zinc, and other essential vitamins and minerals are essential to our bodies, to our immune systems. We don't have them long term, we die. But what a lot of people don't know is even if you have those compounds, the levels that are recommended, if you don't have deep, restful, clean sleep, your body will fall apart even faster. 
And with so many chemicals in the food and water and so much agitation in the culture and life, it's hard to settle down. It's hard to relax. Well, let me tell you something right now. Down and Out is an incredibly strong natural compound. It's got over eight compounds in it that will give you deep, pure, clean sleep. And it's it's such a game changer. So with all the vitamins and minerals, the last big ingredient is Down and Out. Available again at InfoWarsStore.com for 50% off. And you know what? I'm going to keep it at 50% off until it sells out, even though we've already sold out a half of it in just the last month. And we probably are going to have more for about five months. 